The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. If you stay with what God said and you don't change your confession, that word is going to work for you because it will not return to you void. You are an ambassador from heaven, and you are sent here from God, by God, to deliver his word. All right, amen. So now this, speaking this word is key to how the word works in the life and through the life of a believer. I've got to speak his word. So what we're saying here, seeing here, is that most of what Jesus did, one man said 99% of what Jesus did, he did it with what? Words. So it tells me that Adam was using words. And words were doing the work. I've got to speak his word. And when I speak his word, his word goes to work. Now I learned most of my confession uh, from a man named Charles Caps. He's gone on to be with the Lord now, but he majored in confession, majored in it. And what he taught me, I learned some things and, and that's when I, my car wouldn't start that morning and it was a very, very cold morning in Chicago. I was living on the north side and the car was outside. It wouldn't start, wouldn't say, uh-uh. And so what did I do? I went and I remembered what he said, that I am an ambassador that I have a, a legal right to speak the word of God, that I can do things with words that cannot be done otherwise. And that I said, well, I'm going to take him up on that. So I went outside and when I saw the car wouldn't start, I just backed off. And when I backed off, I was going to speak to the car, but it, I looked around to see who was looking. No, no cars were coming because I'm in the street. And no, it was cold, cold, cold. They were advising people not to go out. All right, why did I look around to see who was looking? Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. When you speak God's word, it upsets people. Who, who do you think the, the one is that's most upset when you speak God's word, Satan, because he knows God's word will work. Say amen. amen. And his people can't use it. See, I showed you in Genesis chapter 11, they were building a tower of Babel. And so the Bible says that God came down to see what the children were building down there. And he confounded their speech. Come on, come on. Now notice what he didn't do. He didn't just stop them building. He just stopped their speech. Are you following what I'm saying? And I'm saying that what he, Satan knows, he knows that if he get a group of people saying the same thing, he can have some results. But the problem is that the speech that you speak is empowered. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Say amen. Yeah. 
See, uh, the, the people who speak it that don't know God can get some kind of results, yeah. but they can't get nearly the results that you can get. Yes, what? Because the blessing is on you. Yes, and the blessing is an empowerment for success. Yes. Say amen to that. Amen. So I'm operating on the blessing when I said we're turning jails into boarding schools. Now, as I release that in the name of Jesus, then the forces start working to bring that to pass because the word of God is the most powerful thing that exists. Period. Well, y'all won't leave that period off, will you? See, and I'm glad because the tendency is, is to add things to that. You don't need to add anything to that. It is the most powerful thing that exists. So if you take God's word and believe God's word and release God's word, God's word will do work and it'll do it while you're sleeping. It'll do it while you're eating breakfast. It'll do it. It'll work. And and watch this. And we'll never, ever come back without the job being done because it is the most powerful thing that exists. So that enemy knows the what is, is the word of God. How is Mark 11, 23 and 24. Now the why. Adam was given words to manage the earth. He's got to manage the earth. Adam was given words to manage the earth. So the earth has to be managed. God has you in management. And you're going to have to manage this world. And there are things that are happening in this world that are beyond your natural capability of being able to control. So you're going to have to get God's word. And God's word, faith comes how? And hearing by what? Word of God. So you're hearing word of God. And when you hear the word of God, faith is coming. Now, when faith gets full inside of you, out of the abundance of the heart, what's going to happen? The mouth is going to speak. And when that mouth speaks and you decree something, the Bible says that in Job 22, 28, thou shalt also decree a thing and it shall be established. Got it? No, that's the first reason for you to manage the earth. Now that's enough. That's a lot right there. That's a lot right there because we've got to manage the earth. Think about it. The word of God will manage economies. You know that because second Kings in chapter seven is one that he said, we're starving, blah, blah, blah. And then the prophet stood up and said, tomorrow, about this same time. Come on, that's just like me saying to you, tomorrow, about this time, you're going to receive a million dollar package. You see what I'm saying? I'll take it, huh? Now, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying what we got to do 
is we got to stop taking this lightly because we're trying to do things without the word many times. And it's got the church in a place that's described over in Ecclesiastes and chapter uh, 10 and verse five through seven, where it says the one who's supposed to be on the horse is actually on the ground acting like a slave. And the one who's on the horse is a slave and got the wrong position. And the Bible calls this evil. At least God does. So what you got to do is switch positions. So I'm saying, as I spoke to that car and I said, car, I'm talking to you. Now that's just like Jesus speaking to a tree. Tree, I'm talking to you. No man eat fruit of you hereafter forever. And the disciples heard it. They went on up, went to sleep, came back the next morning. And it says that he was, he was, uh, the tree was dried up from the roots. Lord have mercy. So I showed you what a fig tree looks like. Put it up there again so we can see how big a fig tree is. Because we went to the fig tree restaurant in Brazil. And we looked at this tree and said, my goodness, this is a fig tree. Well, this is what Jesus spoke to. And so if you'll put that up there for us, please, that's a fig tree restaurant. That's one tree covering the whole restaurant, which seats, I don't know, two or 300, 400 people. And so we then showed you a huge tree and that was a redwood tree. And these are some of the trees that have been in us that Jesus said he's going to take care of. He said over in Matthew 15 in verse 13, every plant in you that the heavenly father has not planted, I'm going to root it up. So what has happened is we haven't had a revelation of words because the revelation had been stolen and the enemy stole the revelation on purpose. Why? Because he knew the revelation will cause you to manage him. And you have a commission, be fruitful, come on, multiply, replenish this earth and subdue it. But here's one of the biggest reasons for words in your time. Words cause you to possess your inheritance and you can't get it without them. Now all that inheritance God has for you in Revelation chapter five, verse 12, and he's given you, look at all the things that he's given you here. Uh, Come on, read them with me. He's given you the power, riches, come on. Wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessing. Now he's given you all these things, but you're not going to get them without words. You're going to need words and these words that you're going to have to speak are going to have to be the words of eternal life. These are words that are coming from eternity. God, the Bible says, inhabits eternity. So he speaks the words. Now, once he's spoken the words, the words have been spoken. And now what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to speak those words, but you're going to have to speak them like God wrote them. You're going to have to, the Bible says the word of God is forever settled in heaven. You're going to have to speak them in the same time. 
You cannot say, I'm going to be healed. If you do, God cannot move. Because you have to confess. And the word confess in the Greek is homologio, which means say the same thing. Abraham could not say, I'm going to be the father of a multitude. That would be very acceptable in this generation. But if he had said that, he never would have been the father of many, of a multitude. Why? Because he didn't say what God said. That's confession, Lord have mercy. Are y'all with me here? Confession means I'm saying the same thing. I got to say what daddy said. Daddy said I'm healed. Daddy said I'm rich. Daddy said I'm the lender. Daddy said I have peace. Daddy said with long life, he's satisfying me. Now I can't say something other than what daddy said because the enemy is trying to get me to have contrary speech and put people around me who don't believe nothing anyway. And when I say I am something, they try to talk me out of that. Who do you think you are? Well, I'm a child of the king. And I am rich, thank you. I am healed, thank you. Thank you. Notice, rich is a part of your inheritance. And if your speech isn't right and contrary to what God says, you can't get that inheritance. You're going to have to see it. And then the Bible even goes further. Say, if you confess me before men. So I'm out there pointing at my car, looking around. Well, when Jesus pointed at that tree or spoke to that tree, do you think he looked around? No, because that's the way you manage the earth. Isn't that powerful? Now, I'm just saying that because if you tell people that who are intellectual or tell people that who don't know God right away, they're going to argue down. Well, you can't say that because you don't know that. You have so forth and done. No, no, no. If we get our speech right, we can manage from the White House to the outhouse. See, the enemy doesn't want us to sing songs God bless America. Why? Because he knows these are words. He knows these are words. Then he gave somebody those words to speak and they taught it as a song because with those words, he knows that they can keep the blessings coming. Say amen. Amen. This nation is blessed. You got to say something about your household. You got to say something about your business. You got to say something. Why? Because words are the most, come on, powerful things in period. 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 I learned this and when I learned it, 
I was in IBM and I'd gotten saved and started listening to Charles Cap, and then every week or every month we have to give a forecast of what we're going to close for that particular month. And I, I, after I learned this and so forth, I said, wait a minute, I'm not, I'm not forecasting something. I, I am decreeing something. Watch this. And since I'm going to show it to him and speak it to him, then what I decree before men, Lord have mercy. Are you following what I'm saying? God said, if you, if you, what did he say? Yeah, before men, I'll confess you before the father. One place said, I'll confess you before the angels. So when I confess what I'm going to close for that month, angels went to work. Let me get it. Let me get this. No wonder I was number one marketing sale. I'm just saying, what are you confessing? What are you saying? What is the enemy stop you from saying that you need to say so you can get yourself out of that financial deficit? See, if you don't use God's way, you're going to have to go to man's ways. You're going to be out there hustling, trying to make things happen and so forth. Leroy discovered it. Tammy told you about it. Money to me. Come on. You got angels working. Is this the right bunch we're talking to? Confession brings possession. So God wants you to say something. Come on. Yes. Now understand, look at 2 Peter, 2 Peter chapter um, 3 and verse 8. It says, a thousand years to the Lord is like a day and a day is like a thousand years. Now what is that saying? Because he, he lives in the eternal that he has no time. So what is he saying here? is that I have no time. So I don't talk time. I don't talk time because I have no time. Everything I say is. Say amen. And he said, for you to get it in your life in this earth as an inheritance, you're going to have to copy me. You're going to have to say exactly what I said in the same tense that I put it in. Say amen. amen. I'll never be broke another day in my life. Now, does God want you broke? No, no he wants you rich. Yes. So broke is not a part of your inheritance. Come on, your portion is not broke. And a matter of fact, come on, can I help you? Your portion is a millionaire at least. Now, Abraham had to declare who he was. He said, you, I've made thee a father of many nations. Not I'm going to make you. I've made thee. So from now on, change your name. No longer Abram, but Abraham. And for a father of many nations, have I made thee. So he's made him. So now Abraham has to say what God says. Now he's got to go out and tell all these people that work for him, I'm no longer Abram. I am now Abraham. See what I'm saying? And look here. 
They looked at him and said, now wait a minute, and so forth. Look at Joseph when he confessed what the dream gave him. He confessed that he's going to be the ruler of the world. And notice what he did. It upset his brothers to the point that they wanted to do what to him? Kill him because it's the devil behind it. He knows if you stay with what God said and you don't change your confession, that word is going to work for you because it will not return to you void. Say amen to that. Now, what happened with Job? That's good as Job. Now, Job, the Bible says in Job chapter one, verse three, that they gave the financial statement of Job. God let you, on, let, let you in on the inside. Let you know what Job was bringing in. Let you know what he had as real estate and so forth. And then it says he was the richest man in, in the East. So whenever you have the blessing on your life, wherever you go, you're not only supposed to be rich, you're supposed to be the richest. I'll try that again. Whenever, come on, am I your preacher? You better listen to what I'm saying. That's why the lady stood up here and said, wait a minute, some of you trying to be millionaires, God is saying to you, am I not able to make billionaires? And not just millionaires, it's that some of you sitting here are going to be on the Forbes list of the wealthiest people in Chicago. Why? Because of the blessing. It is designed to make you the head and not the tail. Whoever is richest, you're going to be above them. You're going to be the richest wherever you go. Now give God praise on that and receive it. I'm going to preach that thing. I said, I'm going to preach that. See, a lot of times we're holding on to the world's way of doing things like Jacob did with Laban. He's trusting the system. You can't trust that system. That system is designed to keep you in bondage. You got to loose here. You got to loose that system and let the system of the kingdom take over. But when you do that, you got to do it by faith. And what people think, if they do that, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? Let me tell you, my friend, that's all coming from your carnal mind. My God shall supply. In the days of famine, you shall be. The wealth of the sinner is laid up for the. Come on, repeat the word of God and then watch the word of God separate you from that world. I know I tried to separate from IBM. It had been good to me, but God is calling me to preach, but I didn't know how to do it. But I ran across a teaching by Jerry Savelle in Mark chapter 10, verse 29 and 30. I began to say what God said, that, that no man that has left house, a mother, a father, a sister, a brother, a land, or IBM for my sake in the gospel, but he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time. I said it and that tree was destroyed and now a new tree was built up and look at me now. I'm just saying what God did for BW, he will do for you. Yes, sir. 
overnight. Glory to God. God told me to put that on it. We are in a time of acceleration. Well, praise the Lord. I trust you enjoyed that teaching. Now, here's one thing I want you to remember from this teaching. Words cause you to possess your inheritance. Words cause you to possess your inheritance. As a believer, we have an inheritance. God has given us all things. We have healing as an inheritance. We have debt cancellation. All this is our inheritance. But you can't possess it without words. See, God has given us words. He's saying, I've given you the land. Let's say Canaan land. Well, Canaan land, as you know, giants were in the land, all of that. So once you go into Canaan, instead of calling it Canaan land, call it word land. Because you're not going to be able to possess anything in it without the word. You're going to not only have to believe it, you're going to have to speak it. And when you do, giants will fall. Praise God. So it's a lot of things God has given us, but we cannot get it without the word. Wordland. Praise God. Well, that's all we have for this time. This is Bill Winston. Get that teaching. It's powerful. We'll see you next time. Until then, keep walking by faith. If you stay with what God said and you don't change your confession, that word is going to work for you because it will not return to you void. Today's dynamic message, Faith for the Impossible, is filled with life-changing truths that can turn your circumstances around and bring you into the best life God has for you. But you've only heard a portion of the message. To get the series in its entirety on MP3 or CD, on MP4 or DVD, order today by calling 1-800-711-9327 or go online at billwinston.org. When you correct your words, you will correct your life. Get your copy of this essential teaching, Faith for the Impossible, today. Hello, this is Bill Winston, and I'd like to share with you a new book that I've just written. It's called Miracles in the Marketplace. Now, traditionally, we thought of miracles happening when people get sick and get a miracle or something's wrong with them physically, they get a miracle. Now, miracles can happen in education, in government, in business, in economics, anywhere. And you can have a miracle in your life. We're up against things and challenges today that, let me tell you, the natural solutions just won't do it. We need a miracle. Well, this book develops not only a miracle mindset, but how you can produce miracles in your life. It is a phenomenal book, powerful. Praise God, you need to get it today. This is Bill Winston saying, God bless you and keep walking by faith. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to turn these cities around. Calling all entrepreneurs, bosses, owners, millionaires. The gateway to your future is now. Greatness Unlocked Detroit is here. Coming August 12th and 13th, 2022.
The second stop of this 10-city mission is designed to supernaturally activate your gift, calling, and business. Gain knowledge, cutting-edge strategies, and position yourself to thrive in today's marketplace through a full day of sessions centered on starting a business, growing your business, and building generational wealth. It's a supernatural experience, supernatural results for the supernatural entrepreneur. The gateway to your future is now. Register for Greatness Unlocked Detroit today. This event is free and open to the public. Operation10city.com. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.